Hello and happy Monday, everybody. I wanted to startle you. Oh, you definitely startled <laughs> me there. Thank you so much. I needed my heart started again. And yeah, you, you need to be woken up. And you did it perfectly. Mm. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Here I was, here, you know, what, did you think I was going to die here? And so you had to start my heart up. That was the whole idea. Scare the... Well, then I would take over the show. Oh, there you go. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Not that I would know what I was like, doing, but You don't yeah. like bacon enough to run the show. <laughs> You have to have a. Right, you got it. You, there you go. Yeah, you got me on that one. All right, <laughs> you got me on that one. So, uh, hello everybody. It is Monday night, a little after seven o'clock. You are tuned into WRLR ninety eight point three FM, and you are listening to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm your host Marty Jalove, and of course, my effervescent, ever uh, surprising, wonderful, beautiful, not fat, very thin, wonderful, beautiful, incredible <laughs> co-host. There you go. I'm I sorry I have up. all these Santa cookies still there, in my mouth. There you go. All right. I just want to uh, publicly make an uh, announcement here that the, during our Christmas promo, there was no intention of me ever calling Tiffany fat. Tiffany is is so slender. In fact, she turns sideways. I don't even know she's in the room with me. All right. So, oh. Tiffany, I hope you sincerely accept my apology. I Okay. Yes, right. I do. Excellent. <laughs> All right, so any of you who didn't hear our Christmas promo, don't worry about it. It's all over. Thank you. And now we're on to January. (laughs) Pretty soon we're going to be celebrating Groundhog's Day. That'll be a whole new exciting thing. I'm wondering if Rusty's going to want us to do a holiday promo for uh, Groundhog's Day. Well, he might. You never know. You I'm never sorry, know. we don't know what the shadow is. <laughs> Tiffany's too busy eating the groundhog. There you go. <laughs> no, <laughs> Tiffany's too thin to cast a shadow. That's what it's about. <laughs> all that was right. a nice save. <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right, again, thank you all so very much for tuning in. Uh, you know, you're probably all sitting there back and trying to figure out what's <laughs> been going on here. But uh, we're just having a good time. Today's going to be a wonderful, wonderful uh, show. I'm really excited. We're going to talk about legacy the idea of what uh, we are going to be remembered by in the years to come. <laughs> All right, fat. <laughs> exactly. Obviously, no one will ever forget our Christmas promo. All right. Or at least Tiffany won't. So the idea of legacy here. Uh, our show, every week, what we do is we tackle a subject matter, try to solve one of the greatest problems in the world, or just talk about whatever we want to talk about. And we apply a little bacon to it. Not the bacon for chewing, but the bacon for doing, the acronym B-A-C-O-N, because everything that bacon touches uh, becomes just a little bit better. As long as it's crispy. Well, all right, I'll go along with you today. (laughs) I I did have a little bit of crispy bacon over the weekend, Mm -hmm. and it was very, very good. Not not overly crispy. You know what what I don't like is when some people cook, overcook the bacon, and to the point where it burns, where it kind of crumbles. Yeah, I'm kind of to that point. Have you you ever tried the bacon... I know it's kind of getting off that day, That's but cooking right. the bacon in the oven and putting a little bit of maple syrup on it. Oh, yeah. Or brown yeah. sugar oh, on it. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. pretty yes. good. Now, the newest way I want to learn, I want to cook is somebody was saying you have to uh, put it in a frying pan with water, cover enough, cover the bacon with enough water. And what it does, excuse me, it, what it does is it, ma- it allows the fat and the meat to cook kind of at the same pace so that you, you don't get the uh, shrivel. All right. So but I'm going to would it be? Do you cook it until the and water is the gone? The water evaporates and then you finish cooking it. So yes, yeah, yeah. Oh. You can still get some crispness to it, and it's bigger, thicker pieces. Mm, so I never heard about that. that. See, this, yeah. this I think that advice. I think the bottom line is the reason I like bacon chewy and you like it crispy. I like it chewy because I don't like it to shrivel up. I don't want to watch my bacon disappear in front of my eyes. I want to mm. see it disappear inside my mouth. Okay. All right. So that's the big difference. Huh. All right. Like- anyway. Okay. Uh, 
enough of that tangent, let's get back to today's show. All right, because uh, I don't want us to be rem- remembered only by our disagreements on on the best type of bacon. Well, that could be a show. All the different types of bacon that you can cook. I, that would be good. Like that'd be a, oh bubblegum shrimp. Yeah, you know all the different kinds. Oh, of I, shrimp. I thought bubblegum shrimp bacon. I bet you that that was like that <laughs> bacon wrapped shrimp. Oh, so a baby. whole show could be all recipes on I like bacon. That. I okay. like that. You know what? In fact, what we should do is all you listeners out there. You know what? We would love to hear about some of your bacon bacon recipes. recipes. Yes, and you could email them to. You can email them to uh, smile at masterhappiness.com. Or, or you can uh, email them to marty at wrlr.fm. All right. Either one. And let's hear about your bacon recipes. Because if we get enough bacon recipes, uh, we'll do an entire show about what's the best way to cook bacon. But what we'll do first, Tiffaroo, is we'll take a look at some of those. We'll actually test them. All right. So, so okay. we won't just talk about the recipe. We'll actually test, test some, some of them. Of them. Okay. I don't mind taking my time to test great bacon recipes. I don't mind taking my time to take uh, to test bad bad bacon, bacon recipes. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Okay. All right, because maybe that's the thing that uh, I'll die of, and I'll be remembered as the guy who ate a lot of bacon. bacon. That'll be my legacy to the world. He died with a piece of bacon in his mouth. There you go. There you go. All right. So think back at all that you have ever learned from the people in your past. Okay. I mean, think about all the people in your past. That's. Uh, not only the relatives you had, not your parents, not your older siblings, but all the other, the teachers, the mentors you've had, the people you've run into, the people you've uh, learned about in school. Think about all of those people, okay? Uh, look at the position that you are in right now because of the many people mm. that you have met, all right? Remember, because you're a product of all these people. That's They've had true. some you're influence right. on you, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about it that Right, even though, Yeah. The, so, the simplest thing. The thing's. simplest thing. Right. The, wow. Even the clothes we wear, we choose them. And even if you don't say, oh, well, wow. I, I chose this because I saw someone else wear it. Even if we didn't do that, it's it exists because somebody chose, chose to make it. And I looked at it, and that's the piece that caught my yeah. eye. Yeah. Right. Wow. So every, I didn't think about it Everyone like that. in the past has some kind of influence some on us. All influence. right. All right. Now, where would you be if it wasn't for all those people wow. who crossed your path? Think of that. Yeah, where, you would be totally different yeah yeah i mean imagine if just a whole different group of people had influenced you and we're you know there's a lot of people say that we're a product of uh nature versus versus nurture that there's parts of us that were born to be a certain way but we've lived a quite you know a a few years you what you've lived about 21 years something like that 22 22 years all right i'm a little bit longer (laughs) than that uh but anyway so when you look at that is uh you've got all those years of influence people uh they've shown you things done things in front of you that you've witnessed so all those kind of people have influenced you to become the person that you are every single thing about that all right we evolve as individuals and a society because of all those who have come before us okay i mean without a doubt it's not just us but society in general uh it is our inevitable responsibility this is the way i view it it's our inevitable responsibility to sculpt the future with our words and our actions, uh, to leave the world better than how we found it. All right? Uh, Pass along the good that we have learned and share the solutions and the shortcuts to the obstacles that will always appear. Okay? Hmm. That's, that's, I I truly believe that once we can get past this whole thing, that wasn't all ad-libbed. I read a lot of that, just in case you wanted to know. All right? (laughs) Um, If you, if you can, Picture the idea that we are a product of all these people before us. 
And those people before us are products of people before them. And those people are products of the people before them. All of these people, like we have evolved in so many different ways uh, because of all this ancestry. If you think about that, then aren't we under some type of an obligation uh, to lead a better or to create a better life for the people in the future? Okay, I mean, because inevitably, we're going to influence people. And also, though, that's what parents always say. They want better for their children yes. as they did. So, it, Correct. you're right. You just and, want better and better and better and, and better. Things, so, things you that, want better I, for your kids. Right. I love that, that you just brought that up. That's perfect. That parents always say that. It is, and does anyone out there disagree? Anyone uh, who says parents don't want their children better off than them, just raise your hand. I don't see any hands. I don't see any hands no. either. There you go. All right. So there you go. So <laughs> obviously all parents want uh, a better life for their children, a better life than they had, correct? Yes. And their parents wanted a better life for them. All right. Uh, so if you view this world as one community, as a tribe, let's say, or one big family in the world, why wouldn't we want uh, all the children of the world to be better off than we are? Okay, why is it, we wouldn't want just ourselves, wouldn't we, if we had the power, everyone in the world to have a better life than we currently have? Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be nice? We don't lose anything, we just want the people after us to have a better life than we did. And so, if you think that way, and you know that in the past, uh, everything that has happened has influenced us to become who we are, then that's why I'm saying I believe we have kind of a moral obligation to be the best that we can to set a good example for the people in the future. All right, that's okay. that's that's the bottom line, and I'm standing with Alrighty. it. All righty. All right, and and obviously my uh, the old Tiferu here is agreeing with me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Makes you're, sense. You're liking that. Sense. Okay. All right. Now the fact that uh, sometimes people leave a legacy that is good or evil. All right, because a lot of people do leave evil legacies. That just happens. Uh, so we have to concentrate on the way that we act. And the things that we do and the imprint we make on the earth and the imprint we make on other people to be positive. So there's like, if someone, one of their parents drinks, a lot of times their children will also drink. Yep. But then there's also children that stay totally away from it because they don't want to be anything like their parents. So it it could go either way. It could go, um, oh, I know what drinking does, so I don't want to do that. And on the other hand is... I see my parents doing that, and so they right they end right. up. So and, it, it it could go both. Ways. And I see I see my kids, uh, and even some of the children that I've taught, that I see how I've influenced them, and I watch them, and more more so my own children. I look at them, and I see how sometimes they've gotten the best of me, but every once in a while, when I see that they've got the worst of me, like something that I'm not proud of, and I see. Like they're leaning towards that. I that's the part where I t- talk to them. I go, I don't want you to go down that path. Don't do that. Uh, stick with this. You're really talented. You're really smart. You're really good at these kind of things, and you're better than me. All right, and that's what I want to push them at. And so I believe I take a conscious effort looking at my kids to see how they're growing, how they're progressing. I'm so proud of all of them and what they've become and what they're becoming. So you do sometimes notice if they're over for dinner and you guys are just chatting away, saying, oh, my God, that's so me. Oh, do yes. Do you see that completely. a lot? Oh, my gosh, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, without a doubt. And you just look at them and you're like, oh, where? I wonder where that person got that from. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's something that I would have said. And I would say the person who's the closest to me, like a duplicate, of, yeah. especially the way I say would be my son, Luke. 
Oh, it would be Luke. Oh, my God. There's sometimes I'm about to say something and he spits it out. Oh, my God. And it's like I was about to say that word for word. All right. And it's just it's just really neat because he's just picked those kinds of things up. And it's probably because we're both male. Okay, that maybe there was something else that he picked up. Uh, I don't I don't know. I'm just guessing. Uh, there are really great things that I, that uh, my daughter picks up from me. It's it's uh, my daughter, Katie. I was just with her and there's some real positives that she's picked up from from me. I see some uh, creativity in Megan. Uh, I don't know. Megan will probably go, I didn't pick this up from you. I'm creative on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, but uh, I would like to say that maybe uh, I opened her mind to create creativity and, sh- and she's become that way. Uh, Lauren is uh, by far the, the most sarcastic. Okay. Which is to me is awful lauren you should just stop that you shouldn't i don't know where she would get that from i have no idea maybe you know what maybe her mom yeah it's gotta be maybe she got it from her her mom mom. is probably the more sarcastic i would never be like that i never want i never want to be you're never sarcastic not me ever so that's it so anyway you see you see they pick up things like that and so what you want is you want them to pick up the best from you and carry on with that and use those things for good and not and not evil to like sound like a cartoon character all right <laughs> so uh here here's the big thing is that how do i how do i establish that how do i set forth a uh a life that i'm going to be happy with and i will be happy to be remembered in that way okay let me let me ask you this before we even get get into this oh boy. you you got some quotes for us today right did you dig up some cool quotes? I got, I, I, I got a few. I don't know right. how cool they are. Oh, I'm sure they're cool. If you found them, they're awesome. All right. But when you were a little girl, what what did you fancy? What was it that you wanted to become uh, when you grew up? Oh, gosh. I, I mean, everyone who knows me probably knows the answer to this. Um, I wanted to be a model. Okay. And I loved okay. clothes. So even if I would get hand-me-downs, yeah. I'd put on little fashion shows. I would put the clothes together in yeah. different outfits and then do a little runway show with the, my handy bond, okay. hand-me-down clothes. All right. Now, what do you think What do you think influenced you? Who in your past influenced you to become something like wow. that? It was funny because uh, my mom, knowing what I went, she goes, I have no idea where you got that from because okay. I, she did a little, when she was younger, I guess she did some uh, modeling for coats and stuff. But she goes, oh, I have. But, but that's cool that your mom did modeling. She did do a little bit. Yeah. She told me, but she hated it. Okay. But I was, it was when she was. Sure. Before I was even born. But she goes, I hated it. I have no idea where you get that okay. from. So I have no idea where I got it from because she's my. But then let's let's put it this way. That you as a young girl. Maybe TV. Sure. That's what I was going to say. So TV, the people on TV. Yeah. And maybe at some point in time, your mom mentioned it when you were young and you were like, oh, that sounds like that would be oh, something maybe. cool. That could something be, as maybe. simple like yeah. simple as that. Yeah. Uh, and I believe that TV, which, uh, you know, a long time ago didn't exist. I mean, before TV, it was just radio. And before radio, it was just people sitting around telling stories. And the way that they sat around campfires telling stories or just sharing stories as a family together was part of that legacy. It, it you would tell you would share stories about the people in your family, and I think the younger people would want to start emulating that because everyone wants that little fifteen minutes of fame. Everyone mm-hmm. wants to go, wow, wow, they're sharing stories about this person. I want to be like that person. That sound this person sounds exciting and wonderful. And there's a thing called the halo effect that when you share stories, usually about someone in the past, and you're happy, and you're and it's someone you love and and you want to uh, keep their memory alive, the halo effect is that they become 
beyond human. All right, you you dismiss all the negatives of the person, or you you um, you know step on them. You you push them down. You dismiss them. You they're not that important. And what you do instead is you uh, you exaggerate the positives, and and you make this person beyond human. All right. In other words, someone you can't be. And so then before you know it, the stories are exaggerated. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, more exaggerated and exa- more exaggerated. And more and more and more. And the perfect example of this is um, I've talked to you about my dad that my dad passed away um, years ago. But my brothers and I, we would go on this camping trip mm-hmm. or and it, and it kind of turned into just a weekend getting together. And it wasn't as adventurous as when we were younger. But we continue to do this. And. This has been about 37 years since my dad passed away. Oh. So this has been going on a long time. Now, my son, Luke, who's 21, obviously never met my dad. But he has been on so many of those trips that he can share stories about my dad. He can talk about, oh, yeah, um, you know, uh, and my dad's nickname was Bino. Okay. (laughs) It was like short for string bean or something because he was very thin like you, uh, Tiffany. So so they called him Bino. And... uh, (laughs) And so what happens is my son will talk about, oh, yeah, you know, Grandpa Bino, uh, you remember you told me that he did this, this, and this, all this kind of stuff. And it was really, it's really neat to hear him speak of him as if he knew him. Yeah. All right. And that's part of this legacy that I think my father left a legacy of just being a good person, working really hard, taking care of the family, getting things done, being creative, being able to solve problems with the tools at hand. So do you get your creativity from your dad or your mom? I think I get the creativity from both of them. I was blessed by two extremely wow. creative people. Both of them uh, lived in a, in, a, in a time where they, they had to make ends meet and they had to be have creative solutions to everything. All right. And my father really worked with his hands a lot and could build almost anything. You know, uh, I always I always quote my father and he prob- he never said it, but I always make it sound like he said it because it, it's something he would have said. He said, if I can't afford steel, I can make it out of wood. If I can't afford wood, I can make it out of cardboard. All right. Oh. And whatever he worked out of, he, he could make beautiful things. And uh, my, did his father teach him how to make I things? don't think so. I don't even know the history of on my father's side. Uh, you know, people died early and, uh, you know, he didn't really talk too much. He said. He said uh, we came from Polish descent. His brother said we came from French descent. Another brother said we come from Irish descent. Uh, so who knows? So I'm, I'm going with Romanian on my father's side. So, because why let the truth get in the way of a good story? Okay. <laughs> and so my father was a good uh, BSer. He loved to. Uh, oh, that's so he you. He loved to stretch the truth. Really? Oh, oh my that's gosh. so yes. you. Yeah, he loved to do that. He would just share stories based on just a thread of truth. And he could weave a tapestry of stories. <laughs> yeah, it was just beautiful stuff. I would just love to uh, listen and, and chat with him. Especially Aww. when the few times that I, like his brothers would get together and you'd just hear them talk. It didn't happen that often. But when they did, the stories they would share that you just said, I don't know how much of this is true. And it just doesn't matter. They're just fun stories. And they just had so much fun sharing the stories. So they were real close? Oh, um, the brothers? They No, no, because they didn't come over that often. So I think they grew up in a time where they were, you know, they were close. They depended on each other. But then uh, as time passed, you know, they, they went their own ways. And just every once in a while, we would see them growing up. Mm. You know, it was it was more of a treat. They weren't always there. Uh-huh. Okay. I spent, I was lucky because I spent all my time with my mother's 
uh, family. Oh, my mother's sister. They're the ones and, that came for Christmas and the holidays yes, and stuff. Okay. Yes, yes. So my grand, I knew my mother's uh, parents, my grandparents there. My aunt, who's my mother's sister, I knew them. We saw them. You know, so that was beautiful. And so we learned so much from them. And so they left a longing legacy because of the memories they left with us. And the memories that I have of them are all these good uh, things. They're hardworking people. My father used to always say, you know, work with your brain, not your back. Uh, because he said, you're you're a bright kid. You can go and do something with your brain. Oh, he and, was talking about baby Joe. Yeah, of course he was talking about baby <laughs> Joe, yes. Uh, because my dad was worked in construction uh, and built a lot of things like that. But he just, uh, and he was an extremely intelligent guy, just could could touch anything, just fix almost anything, his way. All right. <laughs> so I <laughs> emphasize, <tape>. emphasize <laughs> his way. Yes, oh, if he, he would have loved duct tape. I don't know if he, he I, I think he only had so much duct tape. He didn't realize <laughs> the wonders of duct tape. Anyway, so that's the kind of legacy he left, and I want to pass this on to my kids. I want to pass in that creativity. My mom was a really creative person. She was an artist and there's many artists in our family. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, a lot of people can draw and paint and stuff like that. Even baby Joe, baby Joe's an incredible artist. Oh, wow. Yeah. But for some reason he just doesn't do it. It's one of those hidden. Are talent. you serious? I'm, I'm dead You've serious. You never, ever mentioned that baby Joe was an artist. You never asked me. Okay. There you go. Touche. Incredible. <laughs> baby Joe, incredible artist. Oh. My sister, Linda, phenomenal artist. My sister, Mary, incredible artist i mean of course out of the seven i'm the best but but they're all like really? tied, tied for a second yes are you saying really like i'm the best or really that uh we're all a bunch of artists well i knew you were an artist but yes. you never mentioned the rest of your family was an artist. So you, yeah, it seems like really you just not, wanted to take all good. the credit they're not that good. they're pretty good <laughs> but i mean you know <laughs> anyway so we got this creativity and i'm sure they uh, mother and father got the creativity from someone else and they learned this and it continues to pass down and I look at my kids and I look at the kind of the creativity and so you look at uh, Katie who is a school teacher and just to see her creative lesson plans and you have to, the to way keep the kids oh, entertained to, yeah completely and just to see her, the way she works on her room and creates her room creates an environment that the kids are anxious to come back and want to learn all right. Nice. My son Luke is into uh, comedy writing. Uh, he he wants to get into that part of the industry, uh, uh, directing, acting, whatever. He's going to do something there, and he's very, just very. Uh, he's he's funnier than I am by far. Okay. Uh, then I've got uh, Megan, who is a hairstylist. She does hair, nails, and stuff, and it is amazing what she. I have seen her do because you kind of take that for granted. You think that that's. It, there's there's not a whole lot to it, and you're shaking. There your is no, a so, lot. Yeah, to she do is with it. absolutely wonderful at that. And then you've got Lauren, who is into cooking, and I'll say baking, and she's like, no, it's baking anymore. But yet, there's baked goods all over our house. Uh, <laughs> she will. She's fearless when it comes to trying recipes. Wow. And so she would cook three, four times a day, uh, just constantly cooking. Oh, wow. Try this. Try this. Yeah. So she's amazing too. So there's this. This wonderful creativity, and they're all going in their own way, nice. which is also really, really cool. And it just continues to go on like that. And so, uh, and so, it'll be. It would be interesting to see three or four generations later what they pass on to the next people, what they pass on, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, Friends. yeah. Exactly. You never know, right? So, anyway, you know that what we end up doing is we apply bacon to everything. The the acronym B A C O N. 
So what I want to do is uh, the acronym today is going to be how to be remembered. Your bacon legacy. Mm. All right. So before we get into that, Tiffany, do you have a quote for us? Um, our legacy is how we spend our time and who we spend the time with. Bam. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. How we spend our time and how, who we spend our time with. Because if I disappear right now, how will I be remembered? It's going to be who I spent my time with, who, who saw me, who was connected yeah. to me, et cetera, and what they have been able to learn from me uh, in a positive or a negative way, which they might, you know, somebody might say, I want to emulate him. I want to be like him in this way. And I don't want to be with, like him in this way. So I'm going to influence people all the time. I like that. All right. So, um, who said that? Um, Jim Stangler. He was a pro- he's a professor. All right. It's not Professor Jim Stangler? Well, <laughs> my note says they, Jim Stangler. The professor. Dash. Professor. professor. All right. Nice. <laughs> not right. from Gilligan's Island. Oh, not that right. one. No, that's no. he's another super genius. Yeah. Only four super geniuses that we know. Okay. It's the professor from the Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island, Island. Uh, Einstein, and me, you, <laughs> and then uh, Wiley Coyote from the Roadrunner cartoons. Wouldn't it be super genius? Oh, wouldn't it be the Roadrunner that was the genius? Because she, uh, just lucky. Roadrunner's lucky. Oh, all right. Lucky. So anyway, all okay. right. So how to be remembered with bacon? All right. So B, the first one, B is be true to yourself, all right? Be real and honest. And you know what? We'll come back and we'll go through all of them, but I want to read all of them right now. If we got people running away, at least they'll learn the uh, the bacon secret here. A is ancestors and descendants. It's important to look back as well as in uh, forward. C is contrast and conformity. This will be interesting. You'll like this one. I, I like that, I was look, I say, like that yeah, look you just gave me. That was... Okay. O is over-deliver kindness. N is names shouldn't matter. All right, that's going to be the big one right here. All right, so the the most important lesson everyone should be learning is this. Live, love, laugh, learn, and leave a lasting legacy. That's what I want you to do. You like that? That's a lot of L's. All right, so before we go on, I just want to remind everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm your host, Marty Jalove, and, and of course, I'm here with my bestest buddy. Tiffany Tipperoo. There you go, the Tipperoni. Uh, you will uh, catch us every single Monday right here on WRLR 98.3 FM. Or, of course, you can tune in to all our recorded shows on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts. Just look for Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. Okay, so let's get back to this. Uh, bees, be true, true uh, to yourself. All right. Is that your knee again over there, Tiffany? <laughs> like, whoops. <laughs> All right. So be true to yourself. What I mean by this, and what's so important, is don't try to be someone else. Be Just, your authentic self. Exactly. Bam. I love that sound of that. Thank be you. your authentic self. That's that's it. Because first off, it's a lot easier to stay true to yourself than to try to create a lie and be that that person. Okay. Uh, you are going to pick up little bits of piece and. Uh, bits and pieces from other people you're going to evolve as a human being you're going to change and uh, become better hopefully especially in high school when you think they have to you have to be like the other kids yeah but and you know what lean towards them uh, a little bit that's fine but be be yourself absolutely and it we learn this too late in life is uh when we're dating boys will do this whole thing of we look at a girl and go all right i She's into biking, so I love to bike. Okay, she's into she's into uh, graphic design. Right, so and I'm so into you're... graphic design. So that's what it all is. So you become whatever she needs to be or uh, needs to hear, 
And then what ends up happening is later on in life, if that's not true, if that's not who you are, it all falls apart. Huh? Uh, luckily, I would never do anything of like that. Of course not. No, no, no. So be be true to yourself. It's easier that way. You're going to be happier that way, and you'll be remembered as an honest person. So that's what's so important. It's very uh, important. Exactly. Uh, don't try to uh, pretend to be someone else. Learn from other people. Allow yourself to evolve, but be true to yourself. Okay? Uh, a is the idea of ancestors and descendants. Don't only look into the back, into the past of all the people who have influenced you, but also look t- uh, towards the future. Who are you going to influence? I'm going to influence my children. I'm going to influence the kids that I teach. I'm going to influence the people I run into, uh, the people I chat uh, on the street, the people uh, who are in the grocery store that I just stopped to talk to. Everyone like that, they're going to be influenced by me. All right, the places that I work, the places that I talk to people and I try to give them some guidance with their businesses, uh, I'm going to influence them. So they're going to pick up something from me that they're going to embrace and hold on to. And they're also going to pass on to somebody else. All right. (laughs) I like I have this one client. It's great. We sit there and we like to throw ideas back and forth. And every once in a while, I'll sit there and I'll throw something by him and I'll say, here's this, here's this great idea. You know, when you think of this, you know, A, B, C, D, something like that. And I'll give him a piece of advice and he goes, oh, I really like that. Wow, that's well put. I've never heard that. That's awesome. I really like that. He takes it to heart and I feel good because he, he learned something from me. You know, uh, a couple weeks later, we have another meeting. We sit there and he goes, you know what? I just learned something. And he quotes me and he goes, so this is something you might like. And he'll quote me and I'll go, yeah, I told you that. He goes, no, no, no. I learned that from somebody else. <laughs> and so it's funny because he got the message, but he, did, he forgot that I was the one who said it. Right. And uh, at, at some point I get bothered. I'm like, oh, no, 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 give me the credit for it. But you have to look at this and say, but the most important thing is that he learned something. Yeah. And he moved forward like this. And so it's really funny. Finally, you just say, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. When you find yeah. out who actually yeah, exactly. told you, you let me know. Yeah, because I <laughs> want to meet that person. Right. So uh, keep in mind of all the people, like I said, in the past and all the people forward in, in the future that you're going to touch. And it's not only the people you're going to touch directly, but it's what am I teaching this person that they're going to teach somebody else? They're going to take my message. How are they going to change and alter my message and give it to somebody else? Hmm. Okay. And that's what's so important. Did my my message get across clear enough that they can pass it along? Okay. You ever heard about the, um, I believe it's like five blind men and an elephant? No, I heard about um, five blind mice. (laughs) I think that was three blind mice. (laughs) But I want to hear your story one day about the five blind mice. (laughs) So it's... It's five blind men, uh, the first time they ever encounter an elephant. So they, and they're told this is an elephant. And they all walk up and they touch the elephant at different places. And so the one, the one man just touches the side of the elephant and goes, wow, this is, a, you know, this elephant is very rough feeling and he's solid. It's like a wall. So in his mind, he's picturing this is just like a wall. Another guy goes and touches his leg and says, this is round and rough like this, like it's, tr- it's a tree. So the elephant must look like a tree. All right. Uh, another guy grabs his the elephant's ear and feels it, shakes it, and he goes, oh, my gosh, this is like a giant fan, like a palm leaf or something like this. So an elephant is kind of like a palm leaf, all right? Uh, another guy grabs uh, the trunk, and he says, man, this, you know, this elephant is like this giant, this snake. giant snake, right? 
And um, the final guy grabs his tail. And it's kind of like this. Oh, no. Yeah, Here but, we go. No, We're waiting for no, it. No, no, no. There's no joke. No, no, no joke. No, 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 no joke. And just, I'm trying to remember because I'm thinking I thought uh, the tail was a snake. But anyway, he grabs it and it's a small, you know, it's, he says, oh, this is not that big of an animal. It's a very tiny animal. And then he farted. Right. No, yeah, but that's it. That's I know. You, I knew you had to make it. <laughs> turn it into potty humor. All right. That's going to be your legacy. All right. Uh, but what I the, the reason I brought up that story is just because the message the elephant was giving was interpreted differently by all five men. And so when we are passing on our message, when we're passing on our legacy, make sure that it's passed along the way that we want it to be passed along. Oh. Because if each of those men left to tell the story about what an elephant was, each of them would have completely different descriptions. And that's the same with whenever we tell a story. When, if we don't give enough detail, if we don't uh, nudge them, push them, uh, guide them in the right direction with the story, what ends up happening is they leave with their interpretation of our story. And our legacy then could end up uh, being twisted and not what we really wanted to share. Hmm. All right? So just keep that in mind. Okay. All right? So do you have another uh, quote for us to no. want to share? I, di- I-, I didn't mean to throw it at you. Uh, well, yeah. I Go ahead. Do that, that. Okay. Shoot. Please, please think about your legacy because you are writing it every day. Oh, who yeah. said that? Um, Gary Vanderchunk. Gary Vanderchunk. Yeah. Yeah. At the think, bottom. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Gary V. Yes. He's a very popular, very, he's a great guy. Gary V. Yeah. I, I, Your personal friend. No, no, I'm not. I, I wish I was. No, he's, he's a, a young guy. He's probably, I'm guessing in his late 30s, early 40s. He's probably laughing, going, oh, well, thank you very much. Did uh, I pronounce his name wrong? Vanderchunk. No, oh, I think that's right. it. Yeah, wow. but he goes by the name of Gary V. Okay. And uh, he is social media crazy. He's big. He's a big guy. He's a, a great uh, talker. He's one of these guys. He just talks. Uh, he's a street talker. He swears a lot when he's speaking. But he's made a whole bunch of money in the wine business. Ooh. He does business with like trading baseball cards. Just all like he's he's a great entrepreneur. He touches things and he's always able to make money on it. Wow! And so he makes great predictions about what's going to happen in business and things in the future. And he's just a really good guy. Very very uh, uh, motivational. And he helps. He will help anyone. You could reach wow. out to him. And I, I've just watched a lot of his okay, videos. He's, he's gonna a good be guy. A, he's going to be a guest on our show. Yes, yes, Gary right. V. If you're Gary listening, v, if you're listening, come on in. All right. Oh, good. I picked so, a good one. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so, you know, we, we get back to how do we want to be remembered? And I wanted to ask you this is how would you want to be remembered at your funeral? Imagine at your funeral, at the wake. What would you, what would you, how would, what kind of a life would you want to lead? Like, what would you want to hear people say if you could hear it? Okay. So that's pretty that you asked. So just today I yes. had two people um, say what I am so happy to hear okay um i was um one of my uh bosses was leaving for the day and he goes okay well i'm leaving and um i said bye and he goes i'll see you tomorrow i go see you tomorrow with a smile on my face he goes well um that's always you know that happens always or what so i thought that was really sweet that i come across and then um i went down to get the mail and the mail lady was there doing the mail yeah and i go um hi happy monday and i go how you doing you know and she goes oh a smiling face use that and i said well what happened he she goes well someone just came by and started yelling at me because i was late so twice in one day i got what excellent people i want what people think and that's to be smiling and always happy that's cool and so just today that 
confirmed it. So nice. that was nice. that really Perfect. made me that made me smile even more because they think that I'm always smiling. There you go. There you go. And so I like this whole idea of you know right there that I think that will be very true that people at your funeral will say she always brought a smile. I she hope always so. brought a smile and left and left plenty of smiles for I, everyone. That, else. Yeah. I would be so happy if that that was yeah. how I was remembered. Now, um, here here's this. Uh, I talked to my brothers. Remember, I had baby Joe here and AJ, my other Oh, brother. that was so much fun. Yes. So the three of us are talking. We were asked, what would we want to hear at our at our funeral? Oh, boy. All right? And so AJ, who is um, a member of the clergy right now. Yeah, yeah but he's such yeah. a comedian. Oh, my God. Yeah, but he so. said, he said, I would just like people to say, you know what? Uh, he led he led a very interesting life. He learned a lot. He shared a lot. And he, and he made people uh, get closer to God. Okay? <laughs> Plain and simple. Uh, when you ask Joe, what would you like people to say at your funeral? Uh, he said that, uh, I, I tried many things at the service of others. And I was like, wow, that's, that's quick and easy. And they're like, what about me? And I said, at my funeral, I want somebody to go, oh, I think I just saw him move. <laughs> he blinked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all. I don't want to die yet. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. But talking about funerals, uh, years ago, uh, on one of my birthdays, I had my birthday celebration. I threw my own party, and it was a mock funeral. And I truly suggest everyone kind of do that. All right? Just because what happens is it makes you think about death, and it makes you think about the kind of life you've led and, and what what is going to happen. Now, you don't actually have to go through with it, but I want uh, we should think about if we were to throw our own funeral. All right? I think that's a cool thing to do is just think about if we were going to throw our own funeral, you know, like it's a party, which it should be. Uh, but that's a that's a different uh, episode. Is if we're going to throw our own funeral, who would be there, and what would we want them to say about us? All right, and I think it's really neat. Like what? Like we, you should take time and write your own eulogy. I think that's something that a lot of people are saying. Oh, that's kind of morbid. But no, write your own eulogy in your words. What you think you did in the world and how you want to be remembered. All right, and I think that's something that is pretty cool. Like you just said, that's why I threw it at you. At you. When, uh, if you're at the funeral, what would you want people to remember you by? And so take it a step further. Take some time and really think of all the things. Try to, everyone who's listening, I think it's a great exercise to look and try to come up with 10 things, 10 things about yourself that you think people should or you would hope that they would bring up at your funeral. You, She was a wonderful woman because... Uh, he was a great guy because he always did this. She uh, she was wonderful at this. Can I tell okay. you honestly? Yeah, I don't want a funeral. No, okay, no. that's fine. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I. Okay, so then don't don't do it. Yeah, don't. We'll we'll save that talk. For Is that a, wrong? No, that no. I don't want a funeral. No, not at all. Not at all. I think the only thing that uh, th- that we owe the people living is some closure? ease of closure. Oh. That's it. That's it. And it, and it doesn't have to be a funeral. Okay, it's just some way of 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 some closure. So maybe what you end up doing is you write your own eulogy. You know, there's nothing wrong with making a video. Like if you're watching this video, I'm dead. These are some of the things I wanted to share with you. Okay, knock knock. Okay, <laughs> so um, anyway, that would be why not do that? We you know we're we're so afraid of death, we're afraid to talk about it. But how do we want to be remembered after we're gone? That's what's so important. So why not? carve some of that why not create some of that i used to want to do this i I used to want to be cremated right Mm -hmm. put it in an urn Mm -hmm. sealed and have on the outside of the urn 
uh, pass this along uh, to you know your grandchildren. Never, never lose this, right? And then have it and pass it on generation after generation. If there's so many generations, they're like, I don't even know who's in it. Yeah. But I'm afraid they're like, I'm supposed to keep passing it on. I don't know who's in it. It just says, don't ever destroy it, right? And what a great legacy. They would yeah. be like, they'd have to dig up who is it. Oh, Uncle Marty. Oh, yeah. Then I don't mind throwing it away. Okay. <laughs> but, but, uh, in other words, you torture your, uh, your descendants. So, yep. Yeah. But, I totally see you yeah, Exactly. That. Right. No, no. You know what's really cool is I have a plan of what I want, what I would like to do. What, what I'd like to happen to my body after I'm dead. And I brought it up to my son, Luke, and he was like, oh, I got it. Opened up his phone, and he has it in his phone. He wrote it down. He remembered what I told him. Wrote it down. So he goes, yeah, in case you die, I got it. I, I got the plan. Here it is. And he read it. I was like, oh, you did. You paid attention. I'm like, awesome. All right. I'm in good hands. Yeah. Isn't that I, nice? I always told Mark if anything happened and he'd be cremated, that I was going to get diamonds made. So he, I could nice. always wear them. He would be always with me. And then someone would say, oh, beautiful diamonds. Thank you. They're my husband. Oh, nice. your husband bought them for you? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. they're literally, they literally my husband. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but then he would be with me always. Oh, that's nice. Now, I don't know what would happen if I went first. Yeah, um, well, that's right. Well, yeah, you know, he'd make a diamond ring. Yeah. yeah something like that. Yeah. yeah, I would do that. I would suggest that, but Christy would say, yeah, I got these earrings. They're flawed. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so getting back, getting back to bacon. All right, so we did the uh, be true to yourself, A, ancestor and descendants, C, contrast and conformity. And I knew that by the look on your face, you really wanted to get into this. But this is what I, I think is very important. And I tell people when they're uh, advertising, promoting themselves, it's the same thing. Contrast and conformity is this. If you want to be remembered, you can't go along with the crowd. You have to contrast. You have to do something different. You have to be the bump in the road, okay, the monkey in the wrench, uh, you know, whatever whatever it is, the oil in the vinegar or whatever. Um, you have to be the the something different. You have to contrast so they stop and they look and they go, who is that guy? Okay, that makes All right? sense. And that's what it is. But you can't contrast so much that you are so different that everyone is like, I don't even want to be near that guy. So you have to contrast enough, but then also conform to say, look, I, I contrast to kind of get your attention so that you understand where I'm coming from. Okay, but I want to conform. In other words, listen, you know, the two of us are a lot alike. And that's what's so important. And it's important for us to think about that is I see so many people just go along with life. And they go, whatever the crowd wants, that's what I'll do. I'll just do this. What would you like for dinner? I don't care. Whatever you want. What would you like to see on TV? I don't care. Whatever you'd like. Okay, uh, you know, what color suit are you going to have? Just a black suit all the time. Okay, uh, the car is the same kind of car over and over again. Nothing exciting. Instead, no, do something. Add some, you know, you're alive. Add some life to your life, right? Do something crazy. Be known as this person, all right? You should, if, if uh, aside from a eulogy, if you if you were to come up with a nickname for yourself, what would it be? Tiferu. Tiferu, all right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was like Tiferoni, but the Tiffinator. Okay. Tiffany. Maybe you like that. Oh. There you go. <laughs> All right. But so how do you want to really be remembered? That's the whole idea. And it can't be, oh, I just, I'm milk toast. I want to be the same as everything. I just want to disappear in the background. No, no, we don't want to do that. And if you allow yourself to be that, you're robbing yourself of a great life. So that's what I mean by contrast. Do something amazing so that people will remember you. Okay. That's C. O is over-deliver kindness. 
And one of the ways you really want to be delivered is not just being a kind person, but over-delivered. Give an abundance of kindness. Just be overwhelmingly happy and joyful and share that with people because that's how you want to be remembered. Yes. Okay. You don't want to go, oh, here she comes. Oh, my God. Here we go. Um, It's No, instead you're like, oh, my God, here he comes. Right? So you have fun with it and just enjoy life. Okay. Uh, You know what? I I was with my daughter uh, this week. And I was reminding her about how to stand out. And and when she was younger, she just liked to jump out and talk to strangers. Mm. All right. And now she's getting a little older. And this is what's happening in this next generation. We're so tied to our phones. We don't want to talk to each other. We don't want to make eye contact with anybody anymore. When I was younger, we used to have staring contests. Oh, my gosh. Who right? would blink first? Yeah, exactly. And I used to want to win it all the time. I used to practice staring in the mirror. And my goal as a little kid, I was there must have been something wrong with me as a kid. But my goal was I want to beat myself. I want to see if I can uh, let the mirror blink before me. Like, for some reason, I thought I could do this if I practice enough. I don't think I ever won. Mm. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, we used to do these staring contests. Now you can't even make eye contact with a kid. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, people don't don't look at it. They, they can only communicate through the phone. So the idea is, no, get out there and actually talk to people. Let's not lose that that human connection. All right, that's what's so important. And so we played this game where you pick a song. Go ahead, pick any song that you could sing. Daydream Believer. Oh, that's beautiful. Huh. So what you end up doing is, um, what's the first line? Oh gosh! How does it go? Just just do the da 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 da. Daydream believer and a homecoming queen. Nice, good, good, awesome. So what you do is this. So this is what, perfect, perfect. So what you what okay, I want? Okay, stress. Yeah, yeah, that's enough. That's enough. Um, what I want you to do is between now and next week's show Monday, you're going to go to the grocery store at some point, right? No, I'm not. You're not. And I'm not going to sing that song. I didn't say to sing. I know it. what you're no, going to do, no, and I'm no, not going to no, do no, it. No, you're not singing it. You and Luke could do it. I don't want you to sing it. Okay, what I want you to do is hum part of it. Walk up to a stranger anywhere and go, Davy Jones. Right, yeah. And then what you got to do is you tell them, what is that thing? Daydream something uh, peeler, a daydream potato peeler. You know, something like that. And you start pretending you don't know it completely and you ask them, what is is that song? And when you get to the name of the song, what happens is then you say, now who sang it? All right, try to see if you can get a complete stranger in the grocery store to sing part of the song with you. Okay, I'm telling, and you say no. Nope. I'm not. Let I, me ask you. Let I me ask you. Let do me, it. I know. I know. You and Luke do it. I'll, I'm not going to do I'll, it. I don't need Luke. I'll do it by myself. <laughs> um, let me ask you. Why do you? Fit, why wouldn't you do it? <sighs> I know this is, and yeah. I'm asking you because you are a sampling of the world. Exactly. So I'm asking the world. Why not? Um, do it? I would be too uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. It would be different if I said, "I'm sorry. Can can you tell me how to get to Sesame this, Street? Sesame Street <laughs> to the store or?" Um, can you tell me what aisle the bread is yeah, in? Yeah, that's easy. That's easy. Right. I could do that. All right. How about this? You grab grab something uh, off the shelf and get somebody to sing the jingle for the product. Oh, I can't Think of this. Either. Think of this. Now, imagine if you were just walking through the store, all right, and some little kid came up to you and said, excuse me, do you know the day, what the first line in Daydream Believer is? Some little kid, what would you say? I honestly don't know the first line, but I would say, oh, I'm sorry, honey, I don't know. Do you know any of the song? Well, yeah. What part? <laughs> Daydream believer. See, so you would have singing part of it for this little kid. If he right? came, yes. And now, would you smile, even if it's a nervous smile? Yes. All right, so there you go. Yeah. So what a perfect way to make someone else smile. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, all right, I, 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 don't want you to, I don't want you to commit to it, 
just want you to think about okay, it. Okay, so our okay. listeners out there, yes. do this uh-huh. and then email. I would love to hear people doing this. To see All what right. the reaction yeah. was. So How again, many people are going to look at you and say, you're nuts, and walk away? So, or right, right. Is it going to be the other way and around? Yet, I remember doing it at a store with um, my son and daughter, with Katie and Luke, and we did this in the store, and so many, we d- must have done it at least a dozen, 15 times to different people. Emily, did, all the people oh, or, or they participated. Were trying to guess, they were trying to guess what it was, and our song was Downtown, so it was like, No, no, but you don't sing it. You have to go, Downtown. How does that song start? And then tell them, who sang that song? And you get them to try to think about it. And uh, it's so fun because people are like, I I don't know what you're singing. I never heard that song, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, but gosh. you have fun with it, and you it's a great conversation. Get people talking, and you know what's cool is then those people end up going home, and they go, I, I ran into this guy, case. yeah, and he started talking about some song about downtown, and then there then his wife might say, oh, downtown, that was Petula Clark, you know. And, you should have been at the store. Why do I go to the store? <laughs> and then the kids come in and they're like, what are you singing? You should listen to this song downtown. It's a beautiful song. It's all about this. And before you know it, what you've done is you've left a small legacy. You've left this mm-hmm. smile that you've passed along oh. to people who pass it along to other people. Oh. And it's a simple little thing like that. That all it is is a silly little game to bring a smile to a couple people's faces. Mm-hmm. Most people are going to go, I don't, I don't know. I can't yeah. help you. And they'll walk away and that's yeah. fine. But so many other people will smile their biggest smile of the day and try to come up with the answer Mm. all right so think about that so that's oh over deliver kindness all right uh it's just be happy and try to make other people happy give them more than they expect all right and so that's not listening to me saying that (laughs) (laughs) all right and n of course is names shouldn't matter and this is the big lesson for the day as far as legacy all right when i was young i wanted to live forever all right i used to tell my kids i'm gonna live forever there is no reason no no real proof i'm going to die okay because the only proof of me dying is based on all the people in the world who've already died there's a lot of people in the world who have never died so i'm going to stick with them i'm just not going to die okay and my you know my kids were like that's stupid that makes no sense and i'm like if you really think about it there's a little bit of logic and they're like no i've thought about it there's no logic but anyway since then i've passed and i've decided yeah i'm gonna die I don't want to live forever. I do want to. I do want to die at some point in time. And what what is the memory that people are going to have of me? And this is what I was going to be. How would I want them to remember me? What are the things they're going to go back? I liked Marty because he was the bacon guy. I liked Marty, the master of happiness. I liked Marty because that's when I came to the realization of isn't it more important that they learn the lessons the uh, from the actions I've done as opposed to remembering my name. Isn't it better? Oh. Isn't it better that the world is filled with happier people, more joyful people, people with just big smiles in their face, walking up up and down the street singing uh, "Daydream Believer" in downtown, <laughs> not knowing why. All they all they know is that they're a little bit happier, and they're like, "I heard some kooky radio station once, and there were two goofballs on there who couldn't sing, could not yeah, sing exactly, and they, didn't yet, even know the words, right? And they kept pushing it, pushing it, and that isn't that in the grand scheme of things, more important. Because if you think of all the people in our past, okay, if you think of your about your ancestors, you probably can name, obviously you could probably name your parents. Can you name all your grandparents? What do you think, Tiffany? Could you name all, all, of them? all your grandparents? I could not, not at all. So I don't want you to, to say yes, you don't have to name them, but do you I mean, think you could? All your grandparents. 
even yeah. the great grandparents. No, no, and... Just start with your grandparents. Oh yeah. Could you? Wow, Absolutely. that's pretty. That's awesome. Was, except for my dad's dad, because well, my dad's dad died when he was two. Yeah, so you I know his him. name. Oh, you know his name. Of and that's all right. So that's but cool. I was now, close with my um, oh, all my grandparents. Oh, see, I didn't know all of them. Yeah, so I was so really I could close. not. I could not name them all. Now and now you go the step beyond. Could you name their parents? I um, their mothers. So okay. my great that's grandmother awesome. on both okay. sides. Because so you could. Okay, we grew up with them too. Well. All right, so you're saying on both sides, you know, both sides have uh, two uh, grandmothers. Yes. Yeah, so that's four grand, four great-grandmothers you have. Okay, so, yeah. So, Grandma Tea Party on my dad's side, okay. and little grandma so, on um, my grandma's side on my dad's yes. side. And then, For those of you turning, tuning in, you know, Tiffany uh, is, is actually a cartoon character, so these are real names. <laughs> and um, Grandma Sewer on my mom's side. My Grandma mom. Sewer? That, Sewer? Her last name was Sewer. Oh, okay. I was like, wow. Yeah, her, like, okay. her first name was Edna. Right. But Edna anyway, Sewer. What, the point I'm trying to get at is if you look into the past, eventually, then you look at their their parents and yeah. their grandparents. Now, you're not now going, I stop. You're, yeah, you're not going to remember. <laughs> so you're not going to remember so many of these people who influenced you in one way or the other. Yeah. Okay. When we've done, we did a show in philosophy, right? We named a handful of philosophers from years and years ago, but we didn't name, you know, anyone else from that time you know uh so there's so many there's more people in the, in the world who have influenced someone who has influenced us there are more people that we can't name than the people we can name so the most important thing is as i'm going to drive home is it's more important to to be rem, have your actions remembered instead of your name yes. and make that the thing that they remember that they act upon the good that we're giving that over that kindness that we over deliver Oh, right. so me knowing my grandma and great grandma's no, that's cool. That's no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, okay. It didn't. No, because I knew eventually, eventually we would go far enough okay. that you wouldn't know. And that's okay. what I was saying. I, I think that's cool that you remember all their oh, okay. all their names. No, that's good. All right. <laughs> I'm like, oh boy. I no, 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 no. All right. So just to recap, bacon really quick. Uh, your bacon legacy. How how we want to be remembered is be true to yourself. Be the person you are. Don't try to be somebody different. Okay, because you don't want to be remembered as a liar. You don't want to pass along the idea that lying is good. Uh, A is ancestors and descendants. Think not only about the people who came before us, but think about the people who are going to be coming after us, uh, how we're going to influence them. C, contrast and conformity. Be different so that some of the actions are truly memorable. They're not just uh, doing everything that everyone else does. All right. O is over-deliver kindness. That's the greatest gift that you can pass along. He's showing people an abundance of uh, happiness and kindness. And then N, names shouldn't matter. Don't It doesn't have to be tied to you. You're, you are eventually going to be forgotten as a person. That's inevitable. It will eventually happen. Generations down the line, you will be forgotten. But make the actions that you give, the actions and the, the values that you stood for, make those last forever. Hmm. All right? And we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. And there we go. There Little we technical go. difficulty. There you go. So say goodnight, Tiffany. Good night, Tiffany. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.